parents strongly cautioned, the following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some materials that many parents would not find suitable for children. The programs may contain intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language and suggestive dialogue. Hey everyone, welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. My name is Osiris Gamedo, and with me tonight is... Chad Bonin. And... Sketch! And that's it for tonight. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter show tonight, but we do have a lot of cool content to talk about. That was about. the whole joke. That was the whole joke, yep. Yeah, that was the whole show right there. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I heard joke. I have these fancy new headphones and I can't hear shit. Anyways, uh, let's get right down to it so we can get to the fun stuff, including our interview tonight with brand manager from Funimation, Josh Koshrek. All right, so please rate and review the podcast and subscribe on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast, and follow our Tumblr account at ToonamiFaithfulOfficial.tumblr.com. Visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all the old episodes of the podcast. And because Paul takes half an hour doing this, I'm just going to get through the donation thing very quickly so we can move on. <laughs> T-shirts are 10 bucks. That comes with Nerdcrap Solution Volume 1 for free. And there's also bigger and smaller sizes that you have to pay the full $10 for, or $12 for uh, by donating. You can also donate to us at tsunamifaithful.com slash donate. Really helps us out uh, to pay for the bandwidth on the podcast, bandwidth on the site, bandwidth when we go to cons, because planes are bandwidth, I guess. I don't know. Air. Uh, sponsored tweets and ads. Uh you know, click on them because they help us. And if you go buy stuff from Right Stuff, you should definitely go through our site. Uh, click on the DVD of the month, which is Summer Wars, which just aired last night. And we get we get a little bit of that cash when you go buy it on Blu-ray and DVD. And Old School Friday this weekend uh, was just Samurai Jack promos because last week we announced that Samurai Jack was coming back on this very show. So who knows what Josh is, Josh is going to announce on this show. You, the only way to find out is to listen. Who knows what Joss Whedon is going to tell on the show? Yes, Josh, Joss Whedon is going to talk about Avengers 3. Whoops, did I let that slip? Um, which is like 7,000 years away and doesn't star Iron Man. I will allow it if it's Infinity Crusade. <laughs> or Great Lake Avengers. I can go either way. Also, Nerdcore Absolution Volume 2 is out. Please go buy that. A uh, lot of cool tracks from Kadesh Flow, Mr. Wilson. Uh, Kadesh Flow specifically because he's working on OPP Japan. So thanks, Kadesh. And uh, that'll go ahead and bring us into the news because I did not edit this agenda very well. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. So, Akira aired at 981,000, and I'd like to keep in mind that movies are an average of all the hours that they air, so probably Akira went over a million at the beginning. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 696,000. FMA Brotherhood, 595,000. Ghost in the Shell, 531,000. IGPX, 506,000. Inuyasha, 653,000. Inuyasha, 635,000. And those are your ratings for December 7th, 2013. Oh, 
Yeah, that's quick because not a lot of shit aired. That's mm-hmm. incredibly respectable, I would say, for yeah, know, December. Yeah, and not get a you know pulling in for three hours basically like. Yeah, I was like, oh no, it didn't get a million. Come on, it, yeah, it surely got over a million for at least half. Yeah, in three-hour movies, you can't dismiss how much they air Red Dawn on t- TBS, and that's like four hours with commercials. Oh. It gets ratings. <laughs> and it does ridiculous well. And you know what? We still blew away last year. So here's uh here's last year very quickly. Uh, Bleach came in at eight hundred and eighty thousand. Naruto oddly went up nine hundred and eight thousand. Tenchimuyo GXP seven hundred forty three thousand. Uh, Thundercat six hundred seventy eight thousand. Uh, Samurai Seven five hundred eighty two thousand. Symbionic Titan five hundred seventy five thousand. Eldaka Seven five hundred seventy eight thousand. Brotherhood five hundred twenty one thousand. Bebop. 533,000, Bebop, 475,000, Inuyasha, 441,000, and Inuyasha ended that night with 549,000. So we cleared, we we did better than pretty much everything last year. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, a press release came out earlier this week that Toonami is part of the reason that Adult Swim is seeing some of their highest ratings in years. Which they often... Their highest rating in years. Yeah. How often are they actually mentioning Toonami by name in public, in uh, PR... Oh, pretty commonly, actually. Because I know, it, yeah. I know a lot of times I'll see like uh, males. Also, action almost never got mentioned. mentioned. Well, they mention like from not Funimation, but other companies had stuff on Toonami. They mentioned Adult Swim's airing of, you know, blah blah blah, is getting ratings or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just liking to see that shift to Toonami shows up in the weekly PR fairly commonly, not every week, but. Yeah, the, the numbers were something like 8% to 44% of like increase over yeah. the year and it's just ridiculous what a what mm-hmm. a and this is a year when Toonami was back already. It's just amazing how far we've grown and next year it just looks to be better. Oh yeah. Which brings us into trending, which is an important part of ratings, we think. It sort of <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how it works. Jason <laughs> says you should do it. Um, so, very quickly, the trends were Toonami, Summer Wars, Love Machine, Fully Cooly, FLCL, FMA Brotherhood, Ghost in the Shell, Inuyasha. That's the U.S. Worldwide, Toonami, Summer Wars, Love Machine. Uh, that's worldwide. Mobile trends, Toonami, Summer Wars, FMA Brotherhood. I just hope Love Machine is in reference to Summer Wars and not some weird... <laughs> it's just the love machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, am a neat guy. <laughs> Oh, 90s sitcom fans will get that one. And only them. Isn't uh, that our primary audience? Yeah, that's our that's our main audience. That's our target demographic. Yeah. If you're an anime fan, you're listening to the wrong show. <laughs> um, but yeah, Summer Wars did incredibly well. Uh it didn't it trended also during its West West Coast airing, so that's very yeah, good. West Side. Yeah, because Akira did the same thing the weekend before, which is always very important. It did good enough for a show that's not tied into a franchise and not as well leg- legacyly legacyly yeah, <laughs> legendary. Legacy it's it's not Akira and it's not Miyazaki. So considering those things, it's did or really well. Basically, a standalone anime flick. It did pretty mm-hmm. decently. Yeah, I'm interested to see the uh, the ratings on this one. I think they'll probably be higher than Akira, since the average for this is going to be lower, uh, or, or rather higher because it's a lower time span yeah that's true so 
I expect. I don't know if it'll be higher than Akira. I think it'll be pretty close. Maybe at I think at the lowest it'll be the the uh, mid eight hundreds. Yeah, that's. I think that's even too low. I think it'll be nine hundred something if it's going to be below Akira. I think it could crack a million because this is like the shortest movie we've had. I think on Tsunami. <laughs> Uh, well, two and a half hours. That's about the average for movies on Toonami so far. Really? At least on Adult Swim Toonami. Yeah, both the Ava movies were that long. Oh. Clearly my memory is not what it used to be. That's what I'm here for! (laughs) To be a corrective douchebag. Here I am thinking, like, how long were the Batman movies in the 2000s? But just talk about, you know, Adult Swim era. Well, we have those numbers right here. No. (laughs) No, we don't have those numbers. Not, and please not don't far. go find them. Don't. I'm actually kind of wondering. Oh, how this the, week we have uh, uh, Sub Zero got five visitors, <laughs> five viewers. We're going to compare no, the ratings to ten years the ago. Michael Keaton Batman movie in yeah, we'll uh, in get the 2005. Mac- 89 do. Yeah, the uh, 1989 Batman. <sighs> It was a pretty good promo, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Where's get those that, wonderful toys? That was weird seeing those movies on Tsunami. <laughs> it was weird. Like Spider-Man and Batman, you're just yeah, like, it makes sense, but you're just like, it's weird because it's live action. Basically, they were the only two yeah. as far as live action goes. But I even know, I, I would take them more than Stan Lee presents Mosaic in the Condor. <laughs> Golly gosh, I think. <laughs> At least they were animated. Yeah, they were animated. And that's the only good thing I we'll say about that. We can play the Hellboy movies again. Those were cool. I can't believe those aired. Yeah, those that was surprising. The really funny thing is the more violent one aired the night that they changed over their look to be kind of more kid-friendly, happy, bright colors. It was an odd contrast. That was weird seeing all that. Um, but the other thing we got to talk about is Samurai Jack because we didn't talk about it last week. Um, yeah. Samurai Jack was announced on this very podcast. He's back. Back to the past, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Wacha! <laughs> so, what do you guys think? I think Samurai Jack, I always said this back when it was, I believe it was the final show to air on the original Toonami, right? I think I think that's <laughs> correct, yeah. There was not a better show to sum up the old Toonami. An Asian-inspired, American, action, badass cartoon. Emmy Award winning, I believe. Yes, it yeah, won a couple... Yes. I think it won more than one. Yeah, I think. I just can never remember if the Emmy is for TVs, the TVs, <laughs> the, the, the TVs, the TVs. Yeah, it's for the TVs. And, and I'm actually one part. I'm curious: is it leaving Boomerang officially? Then that is a good question. You would think so because they always said, "Oh, it's on Boomerang. We can't play it." Well, coincidentally, at the same time, if you're liking Samurai Jack: Return on Tsunami, it is returning to comic books. With yes. uh, new stories and Tartakovsky's doing a few covers, I believe. Yep. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, heard about that. Would be cool if we could interview that dude. Anyways, um, we're gonna uh, sketch. What do you think about <laughs> Samurai Jack? I'm excited. You know, for the the longest time, I felt like it would be good to get Samurai Jack back on Toonami because, well, I don't have Boomerang and I want to watch it again. And doggone, Netflix only has 13 episodes. Yeah, I've been I've been catching it on Netflix. I remember, it, it's so cool to see it again and just like, man, this show was awesome because I don't, I have Boomerang. I never watch it. Yeah. I it's just, it's such an interesting show from a 
visual storytelling standpoint, there's really nothing quite like it. So bringing that back into the Toonami Fold feels good. It feels yeah, real it good. came out during the era of Avatar, it might have been longer lasting. Because it's very much uh, the same know. style. Well, two this. episodes is a pretty good run. Yeah, well. Could, I mean, it doesn't have have we could never have enough Samurai Jack. I'm still waiting on the live action movie. <laughs> Starring Jet Li. <laughs> Wait, that <laughs> was made. Well, we'll never see that. The hero? <laughs> yep, hero. We'll never see that, though, ever come. But, um, well, never say never. We thought Samurai Jack was. Yeah. We thought Toonami would ever come back, so. They kept on saying, no, we can't get it, we can't get it, we can't get it. Oh, look at that, we got Samurai Jack. But I think, uh, I I might be mistaken on this one, but I think it is leaving Boomerang. It, we don't know, the schedule for Boomerang doesn't go out that far. But I would not doubt that it's leaving Boomerang. It it seems like that's pretty much just the trade-off that it's going to have. And that's fine. It's going to reach a lot more people on Adult Swim's Toonami. Yeah, that makes way more sense to me because, you know, uh, you can't you can't have shows cross over too much. Clone Wars being the lone exception because yeah. you don't want kids watching Adult Swim. You know, that's not no. good for the network. And while Samurai Jack has always been appropriate for children to watch, it's got so much adult appeal and always has. And I feel like they even had a little problem with it appealing too much to adults that they kind of uh, quietly phased it out towards the well, end there. Well, we all know the recent uh, controversy that's been going online about Cartoon Network not liking shows that girls like. Uh, <laughs> that Are you talking about the whole Paul Dini thing? Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, that interview. That was interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a subject for another time. That's a subject for massive like editorials and <sighs> gender studies. Speaking of editorials, uh, there's a there was an interesting site that we mentioned last week, uh, briefly on the show, tsunamifan.com, and it seems one of the writers uh, here on this very show and a couple of other folks seem to be trying to bring it back. And I, I want to give you guys the spotlight a little bit so you can talk about you know what's going on with Toonami Fan. Is it is it going to come back? Are you guys going to go ahead and do it? Yeah, I, I guess so. A couple of the guys on the message board noticed that Toonami Fan got links on Toonami.com, and that was enough coals under the fire to get Nick Gibson to get the ball rolling again. And seeing as I am one of, if not the biggest whores in all of Toonami fandom, I said, oh, yeah, I'll write for you again. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sure, let me think of something. All I- right. <laughs> I'm totally glad the site's coming back, because I, I go back and I read a lot of the articles, like the Joe Boyd Vigil article is one of my favorites, and I kind of wish yeah. they would spare their co- his contact information so we could have him on the show. Oh, yeah, they actually, they had some interviews back then. I yep. think some of them didn't quite get ported over to the new site yet, but hopefully all that stuff will get on there. They have an old interview with Sean, I think they have an interview that they did with Jason, Back in the day. Yeah, it's a totally... The thing about that site is it kind of rose up at the time when Toonami was really fading out. So it was a whole lot of, oh no, what are they doing? Ah, Toonami's ruined! (laughs) But wait, there's hope for the future! (laughs) Whoops. 
really seriously overanalyzing every little move that they made. Like, ah, oh, they played Bakugan for one night. The world is ending. <laughs> I was very guilty of these things. <laughs> we were all young back then. <laughs> yeah. I was not. But if you were to ask me what I feel is the main difference between what Toonami fan offers and what Toonami Faithful offers is Toonami Faithful is a lot more news focused and Toonami fan is very much the voice of the people commenting on everything Toonami does. Yeah, I think I mean we we have dabbled in editorial here before like I've, I've Yeah, I wrote toe. some. Yeah. And so did you. And so did some other people. Yeah, so we but it's never I don't want to say it's never done well for us because we've gotten some good feedback on those. It's yeah, just we that... have gotten some interesting feedback, but it just doesn't seem like it's what people look for. Yeah, definitely not what people look for. And people seem to like our opinions here on the podcast, which is yeah, great. We're exactly. we're really happy to offer that. I'm glad that people really like the podcast, and um, I don't I don't feel like Toon- a lot of people have come up to me like, "Oh, it's tsunami fan competition." I'm like, "No, not really." Um, we we still have the support of the network, and I'm not trying to bash Tsunami Fan in any way. Uh, we, you know, and the network still likes us, and we do a lot of stuff for them that I think only we can do, and Tsunami Fan's going to be able to do stuff for the network that only they can do, and that's totally fine. Um, you know, that we can't be a one-stop shop. The internet's a big place. Let's, let's have other people do stuff. It's kind of cool. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and then we can bring back... The Inner Circle Alliance. <laughs> Which we're still not a part of. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how you talk to Jeff Alliance. about that. I'm oh, Jeff I... Harris. Yep. He still tweets. <laughs> I see him on Twitter every so often. I should follow that dude. I don't know if he knows who I am. He has very interesting opinions. Yep. He, he recently started writing editorials for uh, another website. I forget exactly what it was, but it's... Yeah, he, he's, he's always had very interesting perspective on the animation industry and entertainment industry as a whole. But um, very joyous day to see Toonami Fan kind of coming back. I'm really I'm really excited to see what you guys was, can do with it. I was pumped to see it show up on the side. I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> cool. I think they did literally typed in Toonami Fan site and <laughs> picked the, the ones that looked like they were still functioning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were just like, uh, Toonami Faithful and Toonami Digital Arsenal, and ah, this one's fine. This one has an interview with me in it. All right, we'll do that one. Yeah. But I, I, I still like it, though. Like, it's a cool little time. It's like Toonami Digital Arsenal, where it's this cool, awesome time capsule that just never goes away. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I hope all the old articles are preserved, because it's it took place at a time where the future of Toonami was not very solid. And uh, it, it was an interesting perspective on things. Plus, they have stuff that dates back even further than that as far as uh, coverage of the old Tsunami block. And I really want kind of a time capsule of all the things that's occurred in the history of Tsunami. And Jeff Harris used to have, I think he still has that timeline somewhere, brought it up on the unofficial Tsunami podcast when we were doing that one. And... I've been talking to Paul about doing legacy type things, but you know, it keeps slipping everyone's minds. So, yeah, we've we've wanted to do legacy stuff, but it's so hard to do it at the same time. We really do need like a separate like legacy team, and I think, you know, if Toonami fan fills that need, absolutely, like keep that 
keep like the Tsunami Digital Arsenal and Tsunami Fan and totally keep that alive while we focus on <laughs> Tsunami Digital Arsenal can never change. It will always yeah. have the same layout. <laughs> it should never change. It is truly the time capsule of time capsules. Respectively, I think it would be way too much work to port it over to anything else. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make so sense. So many files, point. man. So many files. But if you go there, it's like TV tropes, you will get lost. <laughs> <laughs> you will lose so much of your hard drive and time. Uh-huh. And then you'll be like, why is my heart? Oh, I have to delete all this shit. And then you'll try and you'll click it thinking, oh, what was that? Oh, I can't delete this. <laughs> Where will I ever find it? To Nami Digital Arsenal. The one thing I have to say for that site, it never goes down and they never break links. That's amazing. It is amazing because there were times when they were pretty, uh, <laughs> they were straining pretty hard on their bandwidth. It's certainly calmed down now, but. Still, every now and then. Every I'm now sure and then, with like he's, a... He's kept it nice and reliable. Yep. Hey, we, Gotta get Tyler on here. I, I sent an email out to him. <laughs> I, I've i tried to get him on this show, so we'll we'll see if it happens. Hopefully it will. There's a lot of Tsunami fans that are either they don't have a microphone or they don't have a very good internet connection or they just... Don't have time. As I said, I can't imagine Tyler being like weak on technology capabilities. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't imagine so. But he might be, might not have a lot of time. So, um, you know, please continue to visit our website and listen to our dumb little podcast. But go visit TsunamiFan.com. That's where the real cool shit is. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, but, uh, okay, actually, you mentioned something before. You're porting everything over. So are you guys rebuilding the site? He is rebuilding the site. He's got a new layout started up. He's getting some help from people and, uh, like, um... Caboose Jr. is helping him out with some stuff, and Annie Nation's helping him with some stuff, and I, several others. Uh, honestly, Soulful Chris was kind of the guy who was like, "Hey Nick, we should we should bring it back. We should bring it back, Nick. We should bring it back." <laughs> so props to him for getting that ball rolling. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But please keep listening to our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there probably won't be a podcast. Oh, good. We're fine. We're going to be fine. I assure you there won't be one that comes out every week. <laughs> Look, the amount that these guys put into this podcast, it's it's unfathomable. So always, always support Toonami Faithful podcast and the ToonamiFaithful.com website. Actually, I just I had a mini meeting with Paul over uh, text. Mm-hmm. And he want he he laid out like the most ambitious plan for next year. I'm like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> you need to calm see, the see, this hell is why down. Good. There's another site because it gets you know it gets Paul thinking. Hey, we gotta we gotta up the game, man. No, that's cool and all, but I'm just like I don't know if I have time for all this. I still have OPP Japan to edit. Yeah, how's that going, by the way? Um, good. It's just uh, well, uh, sidetrack. Sorry, but. Uh, we have been delayed. It's not coming out when we thought it was going to come out, um, which kind of sucks. We, we mentioned this, I think, on the week before on the OPP podcast, um, but it's coming. It's slowly but surely coming. Um, we are working diligently on the project, and uh, I will be in New York for a couple of days, so I will be seeing Zach and Steve, and they'll be get, they'll be able to get a look at the footage, and Zach will be able to re-record some of his dialogue because fucking cicadas um <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah 
gonna gonna try to re-record as much as possible and uh you know work work uh as hard as possible on it it's still planned to come out in winter we're still looking at winter but you have to remember this is like something like 96 hours of footage and one dude cutting it down to 90 minutes and he has another podcast to run and he edits for a living so not a lot of time not a lot of time in my life but i am working on it promise guys anyways uh as long as it comes out before the tsunami comic (laughs) <laughs> if we beat them, it'll be amazing because they announced their thing first. I know. <laughs> we raised our money before they did, so we're ahead of their schedule. <laughs> um. So before we move on, uh, Chad, any thoughts on Tanami Fan? Do you know what it is? Do you visit the site? No, on all fronts. <laughs> well, no, on all fronts. Let me. He's looking it up right now. It's loading it. <laughs> Go straight to a WordPress install. Oh, okay, that's not good. Um, so, uh, if anybody from Toonami Fan is listening besides Sketch, uh, Chad, get him to write. He's cool. We like yeah. him. Chad, you should. You should write. Uh, you, you should write for Toonami Fan. But I'm writing all my porn reviews right now. Yeah, I know. I, I seriously have. I have a huge stack of porn reviews I have to do. It's the huh. all this porn. I can't hold all this porn. Incidentally, I'm very excited that my first geeky review is almost, almost live. But there are complications. We can't announce what that is yet, and I have no idea what's going on with that. I'm not involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all, Paul's. But it's, we've been working on it for a long time, and. Uh, things life happened and now we're waiting on um approval now basically. it's now it's the holiday season so it's so hard to get stuff done yeah because you have because it's like this everywhere it's like you have to have the get everybody wants the same amount of work done that you do you complete in a month but two weeks early because everybody's going on vacation mm-hmm. it's one two weeks late <laughs> which is what's happening with the show i mean we have to we have to record our episodes early so that we can you know, you guys have content on the holiday break when we're not here, when I'm in fucking New York and not recording this damn show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the time, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's been a hell of a... It's been a hell of a time getting this all together. I mean, I don't I don't want to say names, but we had an interview straight up fall through. We have a backup, uh, but one of the interviews we had planned for this month just straight up fell through. Ah. Uh-huh. Um... So, you know, it's been co- complicated, but we are, we're keeping to our promise. We are going to have four interviews. This is going to be our month of interviews, so we're proud of that. Uh, but moving on, by the way, any of you Toonami fan writers, if you want to write for ToonamiFaithful.com, please feel free. Feel free to come on over and, you know, let us know why you're not rivals. That would be a cool editorial, hint, hint. <laughs> you're not rivals. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I kind of I want to write that one myself. Mm. I'm not going to. Probably. I don't know. It depends on how much time I have tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, the one day that you might have time for something. <laughs> yeah. Because tomorrow's my last day off. Because after that, I go straight back into um, into shooting. Anyways, we've focused and got off topic way too long. Um, yeah, Tsunamifan.com. It's back. Still under construction, but 
stuff popping up. Join the forums. It's fun. Yep. And don't stop visiting us. We like you. Um, the So this is a leak that literally happened a couple of minutes ago, like an hour or so ago, I guess. Uh, it is revealed that thanks to TVGuide.com, that Cowboy Bebop is coming back for at least one night and one night only. Uh, right after the Trigun movie, Cowboy Bebop, uh, the guys the guys over at Toonami are picking their favorite episodes and just airing those. In other words, the best episodes of Cowboy Bebop? Yeah, just the best episodes <laughs> of Cowboy Bebop. So all 26. Amazing. I wish they had that much time, but they don't. That's the best episodes, all of them. Uh, they're not the HD masters. They are straight up what they've had the whole time. I'm assuming Funimation was just like, "Oh, have your fun, little night. Don't worry about it." Because uh, you know, they're... Yeah, I mean, they've been playing their movies all month. Yeah, and they're going to go ahead and get Space Dandy the very next weekend. So why not? Mm-hmm. And it is sort of promotional for the eventual, you know, Toonami or Funimation re-releases and. Mm-hmm. And if anything gets people, hey, same guy <laughs> next week, different show. World mm-hmm. premiere. Hopefully they won't keep these tastes the next time they get Bebop back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they just burst into flames. Those tapes are so old. Yeah. They just burst into flames. <laughs> those tapes are older than some children. Oh, God. That's scary, <laughs> but that's fact. That is Children's fact. in grade school. <laughs> just, to, just to give you guys a heads up, those tapes have been around since 2001. 9-11. Aired the week before. Yep. Yeah, so they uh, skip a few episodes at first. Like two weeks later. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah. That uh, that goes ahead and, I guess, wraps us... Not wraps us up, sorry. Uh, but yeah, they should be the HD Masters next time. Yeah, I would hope. I'm, I think what they're going to do is they're going to play Space Dandy and then... On the second round of Space Danny, they bring back Cowboy Bebop HD. I'd yeah. like that. That would be awesome. And that would be the only like HD re-release show that I could see them airing pre-3 a.m. Yeah, probably 2.30. Yeah, not like too early. Nothing nothing like, oh, they're going to put it at 11.30. Fuck no, they're not going to do that because it's still, <laughs> it's still Bebop. It's still Bebop. Oh, man. Oh, the rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. No, he's keeping 1130. And we're going to put Cowboy Bebop there. But it's an HD. It's the special edition version of where Spike shoots first. They could put a new uh, adventure show that Adult Swim's airing. You know, Rick and Morty. Come on, big Toonami premieres. <laughs> as much as I love that show, people No, I was actually contemplating. <sighs> what if they put, like new episodes of Venture Brothers someday, or new Black Dynamite. Like actual Toonami Block or just airing before it? Yeah, actual Toonami Block premieres at like 11 or 11.30. Yeah. I, I would like that, but I have a feeling like Adult Swim has... They got so many other places they could play those. So. Yeah, and I feel like they're just, they invest too much in those shows to have them premiere on Saturday nights. I don't know. Saturday seems to work pretty well for them now. At least whenever Family Guy's airing. <laughs> so just front load Family Guy, and then yeah. put put your uh, put your Venture Brothers, your Black Dynamite, new episodes of those, yeah. to transition into eleven thirty, where you start the rest of the block. Yeah, that would be exactly. cool, but I don't know. I don't know if that would happen. We'll see. 
But yeah, everybody's already rioting over this shit, by the way. Like, everyone's like, oh, Bebop's back again? Fuck. <laughs> like, it hasn't been on the air for, like, months. <laughs> yeah. And it's when, w- that not one of the best shows Toonami ever aired yeah. and we'll be complaining. It's, for sure. It's one night only. Calm down. Yeah, seriously. And it's if at they, 3 a.m. beyond. Correctly, that week is actually the one week of the year that is not counted in ratings. I don't so think that could so. be a reason why they. There is one week in the year when, that is not counting ratings in some capacity, but I forget which one it is. I think it's either that one or the week after, or the uh, week before. I no, not the week before. I don't. I don't know. I think the holidays are counted because they got some holiday special stuff. Uh, I know that everybody does expect everything to go down. That's why they air the holiday special stuff because it's like, all right, if we're gonna net people, yeah, <laughs> at least make it Christmas themed. Um, <laughs> So I, I I I don't think I've ever heard that before. I know they don't track DST. That I know for sure. Yeah, um, they don't track DST. But anything else is just kind of like, uh, I'm pretty sure they track it. Whether or not, like, Cartoon Network actually shows advertisers like, hey, here's how much we scored, you know, 3 a.m. on December 28th when everybody was probably out drinking. But the thing is, there have been plenty of uh, years when Cartoon Network would play something specifically that week. Because the ratings didn't matter that week. Hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily this true as well for Adult Swim, but... Well, we have to have <laughs> Jason back on the show now. Something about, oh, Jason's not going to say anything about that. Come on. And nor do we need to ask him. We can yeah, just don't, don't bug him on Twitter anymore. Don't, don't, don't bug him about Bebop. Come on, really? It's, it's after... After a brand new movie premiere, and come on. The next time you have a question about something tsunami related, don't we ask could, Jason yeah. Marco. Go to, the, go to the Tumblr. Go to the Tumblr. Like, leave him a question on the Tumblr. Tumblr.com might get answered on TV. Wait till the Even end of the month. Even if it's a bad question, it might still get answered on TV. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> is Bebop airing? Why subs? <laughs> That's pr- I, I assume that's going to be one of the questions. Why is Bebop airing? And Why is Bebop airing? <laughs> no, that's what's going to be going up on Twitter after the Trigun movie finishes. Why is Cowboy Bebop on? <laughs> because Twi- it's good. Shut up. Jason's Twitter's going to be something like, you're awesome, you suck. You know, that sort of thing where it's just like, <laughs> oh, man, Bebop's on. And it's going to be like, oh, man, Bebop's on. Like, it's going to the- be the ratio of awesome to suck. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see can't wait and uh if you don't want to spoil it if you don't want to know which episodes it is don't look on tvguide.com but if you want to go ahead and spoil it they are up and they're up on our site as well mm-hmm. don't click the picture but uh you know so yeah those episodes are airing and uh with that uh that'll go ahead and wrap us up for the, the news and we're going to go ahead and get into our interview with brand manager josh koshrek from funimation uh, I think you guys are really going to like it. He announces Samurai Jack at the end. So, spoilers. Hey, everybody. We're back. Here with me tonight is brand manager of Funimation, Josh Koshrek. Say hi to the people, Josh. Hi, people. How you doing? I'm sure they're all saying fine simultaneously. I'd hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about Space Dandy, One Piece, and any other of the uh, wonderful products that Funimation puts out that we can possibly answer. Uh, but first, let's get a little bit of background on you. Um, 
how did you start at Funimation? Um, so I've been with Funimation for almost two years now, and uh, I actually ran into a bunch of the guys at South by Southwest in 2012. I was there uh, at the time working for an ad agency, uh, doing a lot of stuff in the uh, adult beverage market, uh, selling beer and uh, wine and spirits and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I've always you know been a big fan of anime and liked the stuff they're doing. So I kind of met up with uh, Justin Rojas, who I'm sure many people are familiar with. And uh, we just hit it off and things went well and one thing led to another. And next thing you know it, I'm working at Funimation. So so what, what exactly is a brand manager for everybody who doesn't know what that is? That's, you know what? I, I can almost guarantee not a lot of people do. Uh, it's, it's honestly a really weird um, title. So it, it's kind of like 40% creative director, 40% marketing director, and like 20% cheerleader for... Uh, you know, all, all the different brands at Funimation. So, you know, my job on a day-to-day basis is to handle everything from um, the overall marketing strategy um, and financial strategy for particular titles that we get in the company, be it One Piece, Space Dandy, uh, Dragon Ball Z, things like that. So there's so there's more than one brand manager at Funimation, I would guess. You can't handle all yes. those titles. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, currently there are uh, five of us, and so all you know the entire Funimation catalog is spread amongst all of us. And you know, obviously, with a lot of the older stuff, there's not really a lot going on, so it's more or less maintenance. Uh, but when you have big things uh, that come along, like like Space Dandy, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of have to focus on that, and that's pretty much what my job is right now. Uh, it's just making sure that this launches successfully. Uh, you know, getting a lot of cool, fun stuff. Uh, ready for next year to promote it throughout its entire run and just make sure, you know, people are aware of it. People are watching it. People love it. Things like that. All right. And we're, we're super excited about the show. Um, we've been basically covering it since before it was even announced to the public. So we, we've had a very weird and close relationship to space Danny. So we're going to get right into that. Cool. Uh, but before we, I guess, before we get into that, how, how has Toonami helped, uh, in your mind, your company and your brands? Like, have you noticed an uptick in awareness of shows, you know, anything like that? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the latest being One Piece, of course, uh, you know, the, the exposure is definitely something that we don't always get a chance to have. Uh, a lot of our, you know, if we have existing fans, be, a, be it like on Facebook or who are just used to coming to our site and things like that, um, you know, a lot of them are already hardcore anime fans and, when we see our shows get on Toonami, it kind of gives us a, a little bit more of a broader exposure. Uh, so when Dead Man Wonderland was on there, when Kishore Sins was on there, uh, we definitely saw a rise in popularity, and that affected things like DVD and Blu-ray sales, merch sales, uh, digital downloads, things like that. All right, and now we're going to go ahead and get into Space Dandy because, you know, Toonami is a big part of it. Uh, but how involved was Funimation with the decision to make Space Dandy a world premiere property on Toonami? Uh, we were we were there side by side with you know Adult Swim and Bandai Visual. Like the three of us uh, have been working closely since day one to make sure that you know this is something that we can pull off successfully uh, because it's a very 
it's a very rigorous <laughs> turnaround. Uh, you know, we get the episodes in, we have to dub them, get them approved, uh, keep communication open, and uh, you know, we're happy that it worked out this way. It's uh, you know, everything's set for launch, and uh, we're really excited about it. I mean, this is something that uh, I think there there maybe been like one or two other shows who've who've done some sort of simultaneous dub in the past, but in terms of this uh, type of scale, uh, especially with something as big as you know the next the follow up from the team of Cowboy Bebop and things like that, like this is definitely something that's brand new for all of us, especially at Funimation. Now. What have you learned making this uh, into a world premiere series? Like, obviously, this is much different from anything else you've handled. Like, what mm-hmm. what steps have you learned that, like, oh, next time we do a world premiere? Uh, planning is de- <laughs> is definitely a huge part of it. Um, you know, there's so many people involved, and uh, you know, Bandai Visuals. You know, they're they're making this a global launch. You know, they're very, very ambitious with this uh, property. And so, you know, we're one part of, you know, things that are going on in China and uh, Indonesia and things like that as well. So, uh, you know, planning from day one, uh, definitely constant communication because uh, we always work closely with our licensors anyways when it comes to any of our shows. But, you know, something like Space Dandy, uh, we're talking on a daily basis and, um you know, it's also really important, I've, I've kind of noticed, is to just get all the ideas out there early. Uh, you know, all the stuff we have planned for Otakon, which was announced, uh, you know, earlier this week that we're going to be there for the launch party for um, Space Dandy. Like, a lot of that stuff we started planning, you know, a couple months in advance because in order to pull something off uh, this quickly, you know, you kind of have to have everything in order. So, it's definitely important. <laughs> <laughs> now... I, you answered my next question. Damn. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. Uh, no, it's okay. Elaborate a bit. Uh, well, I mean, how, uh, my next question was, how much are you coordinating with Adult Swim and Bondi? So you kind of oh. just answered that. Um, yeah, and really, that's that's pretty much the biggest part of this thing is just making sure that we're, you know, we're all happy. We're all, we all have the same goal in mind. And, you know, we're all just doing our part uh, and promoting it and making sure that everyone is aware of it right now. So. Well. How difficult is it to, I guess, get on the same page as everybody, you know, Adult Swim, uh, you know, the thing I've noticed, and I guess this is to everybody's credit, uh, whenever something is announced, it's always announced at the same time so far. Like, if it's announced in Japan time, it's announced on Toonami's uh, Tumblr, it's announced on your site. Like, mm-hmm. the timing of it has been really, really good, you know. Um, how how hard is it to coordinate something like that where you got to announce it on all these different outlets? Um, it's, it's not as much difficult as it, as it is just making sure that, um, you know, everyone's ready to go, uh, with all these different announcements that we have, uh, you know, things like our press releases and as we unleash all the different types of content we have planned for Space Dandy over the next couple of weeks, um, you know, email helps, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's just, you know, making sure that everyone's in the loop on things and, uh, they're ready to go when we are. So, uh, with the press releases, yeah, because Japan is so far ahead of us in terms of time, you know, we from day one we, we were just like, look, you know, anytime that there is a big announcement going out, we want to make sure that we're doing this um, step in stride with you guys because you know, as soon as something's out there, um, even on the Japan side, it, you know, it starts getting picked up by the media, it starts getting shared around, and you know, if we come in half a day later and, and try something. By that time, people are already aware of what's going on. So uh, it's just really important to make sure that all of our communication is 
together and it, we put it all out simultaneously. Um, and speaking of which, thank you for the, uh, for the tip about the, about the announcement. You tipped me off early and thank God I had the article ready. Hey, yeah, <laughs> no problem. I mean, I, if it's, I think it was like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. when yeah, we it was it was 3 a.m. and I, yeah. I I didn't check my phone until midnight and I was like, oh crap, I should probably stay up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime, man. Um, so the next thing we have to uh, talk about is uh, now how how is this a simul dub? I mean, this is the first time Funimation has ever done that, uh, yeah. to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has that affected your advertising of the series? How how has it affected you trying to sell the series to people? Um, well, honestly, well, the, the sell into like Adult Swim was was pretty easy. I mean, when you have such a robust and strong team as everyone that's working on this series, you know, everyone who has the cred um, coming from Cowboy Bebop and things like that, uh, you know, everyone's already listening right away as soon as you tell them that. Um, so, and I, and the fans were the same way, uh, you know, when the first promotional video came out, uh, a few months ago, you know, people were super excited about it. And I think as more and more of these start to roll out and people actually see, you know, what the series is really about, how it's structured, you know, how the characters are, uh, they're just going to love it more and more. So, uh, in terms of like the dubbing part, like, you know, we announced the, the, the dub cast, uh, I think it's been like a week now. And so, you know, we're kind of just prepping and planning to start rolling out some uh, video content so people can kind of get a sneak peek at, you know, what exactly Dandy and, and Meow and QT sound like in the American version. Uh, you know, that way they're just familiar with that and they can start getting excited about that as well. Because uh, normally with our simulcasts, you know, it's, it's just subtitled only. And so, you know, we can kind of take what Japan is also using and use that to promote the show. Because everyone's like, you know, really excited about it. And you only have the Japanese voice cast to work with. But in this instance, our emphasis is going to be on the dub cast, the same way we would do, you know, like with One Piece or Dragon Ball Z or any of the other dubs that we're putting out there. Um, you know, this is going to be from day one. We're trying to get people used to the English dub. And so everything that we're creating is kind of centered around that. Now, uh, because you guys are simultaneously dubbing this, maybe it's a little too soon to tell, but uh, do you think we're going to see this on home video much faster than another show, for example? Uh, there's a possibility. I mean, we're, we're still working on that end of it. Uh, there are still, still a few things in the, in the contract we're trying to iron out, but I mean, we'll definitely have the work done. Uh, it's just a matter of making sure that, you know, we are looking at Japan's schedule and working with them. Uh, I mean, because obviously we, we wouldn't release anything on home video until they do. And, and at that point, um, you know, we would just have to make sure that we work on a schedule together that we're both happy with. And so that's something we're really trying to do. I mean, we understand the importance of getting this out as quickly as possible. Uh, you know, whether it be just to get fans what they want while they're excited about the series, curbing piracy, things like that. So it's it's definitely something we're already talking about. We just got to, you know, we can, we're kind of just talking about the... Uh, broadcast right now and making sure we can pull this off and then we'll get into home video talks so right um now i guess regarding the dub uh how how late are you guys working on this can you give me a little bit of a insight into the workflow of how this is happening sure yeah and um we're kind of working on uh, a video as well 
that we're hoping to, to get out uh, in the next couple of weeks that kind of shows this process because it is pretty intense. So, you know, we'll get a batch of episodes from uh, Bandai Visual in Japan and, you know, we'll get these guys in the booth and have them recording uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, you know, they'll go through a couple episodes in a week and then we'll send those back off to Japan and they'll take a look at them. And because a lot of, because this is a, uh, a comedy, you know, a lot of the humor that needs to be translated uh, from Japanese to English to kind of make sense and things like that. There's a lot of like back and forth with the writers to kind of make sure that we're nailing the punchlines and uh, that we're getting everything across that we need to. And so that's a really fun process uh, is working with Japan on stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it definitely is. We have a dedicated team that is, you know, they're busting their ass on this um, for like the last month and it's, they're going to keep doing it you know, until, until we can get through all the episodes. Um, but yeah, we got, we got guys putting in like 10, 12 hour days, uh, making sure we can pull this off. So who's, who's, ex- who exactly is directing this show? Cause we have a running pool at tsunamifaithful.com. Like who's directing the show? Oh, uh, so Zach Bolton is the ADR director. I just lost 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's doing a great job. Um, I've already seen, uh, I've seen episodes one and two and they're hysterical and they're great. And, uh, he's doing a great job. Ian, uh, it, it's kind of funny because when, you know, when we first started looking at the characters and we were just, just around the office, we were guessing like, man, who would make a good dandy, right? And Ian was my first pick. Um, you know, I'm a little biased. Like he's, he's one of my favorite voice actors. And I was excited when he got cast as Brooke on One Piece. And so I was like, oh, Ian would make a great dandy. And then, you know, when I saw the cast list go out as to who we were, you know, like who was testing for him, I was like, oh. I saw his name on there, and I was like, I think he's got this in the bag. And sure enough, he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see him in the show, too. Like, I didn't, because I, I never, I, I think when I think um, Ian Sinclair, I think Toriko and, and Brooke now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I forget what a flexible actor he is. And I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, him be Dandy. Not that I know anything about Dandy at all yet, because, you know, the, the rollout has been quite slow mm-hmm. on information about the show. But I'm really excited to see... Uh, him in the show. It looks like a really good cast. I'm really excited. Yeah, everyone's super talented. Uh, you know, the voices stick. I, I'm already a, um, in love with QT. I think that, you know, he's such a cool character and uh, it's pretty adorable. So everyone will love him for sure. So how, how far along are you into the dub? Like how, how far in advance, if you can tell me? Um, I, I think right now... I, like I say, I've seen the first two episodes, and I, I think we're right around four. Um, the way we the way we do these will be like in chunks, because you know, as Japan, you know, because they're working just as hard. Uh, they're working harder than us. I'm sorry, because I mean, they have to animate this thing, and they need to draw it and and get all that stuff done. So, um, you know, as soon as they get that knocked out, they send it over to us uh, in America to to do our part. But yeah, I think we're we're right around episode like three or four right now. Um, I mean, just since it's coming on like every Saturday, starting January 4th, it's, you know, we already, we have to have this stuff already ready to go. Uh, we can't be doing this stuff up to the last minute because then it gets super crazy. <laughs> it's, it's funny that I guess, uh, that the show's complete when you guys get it. Cause I, I don't want to compare it to too many other simul dubs, but, uh, from what I remember on Gundam Unicorn, uh, when I was talking to Michael Sarder Nicholas, the director on that show, mm-hmm. he would get cue sheets of of the animation he wouldn't actually get the completed stuff until 
later so he could start dubbing now. Uh, I'm guessing you guys are just getting the the complete episode and just that's the way you're dubbing it? Uh, we've had, um, not completely. I mean, some of the stuff we, we've received, uh, especially in like episodes like three and four, some of the, the ones that are still have a little ways to go, there's like uh, preliminary uh, artwork and stuff in there that, you know, we have to work with. But, you know, it's just part of the process. I mean, every, everything's in place where we can, we can at least get the dub in and um, match the lip flaps and we know what's going on. But yeah, I mean, there there are you know once we're done doing that, we'll still get more materials in where it's like, oh, they you know finish these scenes and we'll we'll plug that in there. So yeah, it's not all complete, but uh, from what I've seen in terms of the process, uh, there is a lot that that is pretty much done when we get it. Yeah. Cool. All right, and I guess we're gonna switch gears to One Piece. I'm sure some fans will bring up Space Dandy later. Sure. Uh, but you, you talked about One Piece earlier. Uh, now the exposure on Tanami being a good thing, have you have you seen have you have you had any fans like write you or anything like that like tell you, hey, Toonami's the reason I'm getting into the show yet, or is it still like, hey, this is just awesome? Or uh I don't really get a lot of fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I mean like feedback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From a feedback standpoint, uh yeah, we we've definitely seen uh a large amount of people especially on the Facebook page, uh, who started watching with Toonami. And so, you know, they'll be asking questions and, um, you know, it's kind of cool to see that type of interaction on our Facebook page specifically because the community there is such a diverse mix of fans, whether it be, you know, uh, simulcast watchers or Toonami watchers or uh, just DVD purchasers. And so, you know, everyone's getting along well and, um, a lot of people are just going there asking questions, asking more about, you know, characters that haven't been introduced yet. You know, what can I look forward to? Should I go back and watch these episodes? And, you know, everyone's just kind of chipping in their input, which is pretty awesome. Uh, because I, I think it, on the whole, like, everyone's excited to see One Piece popularity kind of flourish, uh, especially now. Uh, so it's been pretty awesome to see. And, you know, Zach and the guys at one piece podcasts have been great and doing that as well. And, you know, I talked to them on a regular basis and they said that they've, they've been seeing a lot of new listeners and getting feedback from people who watch, uh, specifically on Toonami as well. So it's good to hear. Way to plug their show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the website again? One piece podcast.com. Yeah. I think, well, Zach owes me $80 now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, the thing I I've, I kind of wonder though is are people going back the the tsunami watchers have you noticed anybody go back into the beginning and maybe catch it on Neon Alley or catch it on DVD uh, have you have you gotten much of that or have people just kind of been like all right I like I like tsunami where it is I'm just going to start with these DVD episodes and keep going yeah that I'm mostly seeing that last part there a lot of people who are watching on tsunami are just sticking with it um, you know we're approaching the Inas Lobby arc. And so, you know, it's a big fan favorite and everyone's like, just, you know, just stick with this. And, you know, there are people who are still kind of on the fence. They're like, you know, I know this has like 400 more episodes already. <laughs> so should I stay with it? And, and people are pushing them that way. Um, you know, also, we have seen a little bit of a lift in our uh, One Piece collection sets, which those are the ones that we put out that are like, you know, it's like 24 episodes, uh, super cheap. And, you know, those are targeted towards the people who, are just getting into One Piece because a lot of different people come in at different areas of the show. And so, you know, we make it easy for them to go back and catch up, whether it be through that or through Hulu or something like that. So we're definitely seeing some of that. Um, 
I can I can tell you that uh, when we start coming out with more of the collections, which we're working on, we keep getting a lot of questions about that. Um, I definitely expect to see people excited about that as well. So, cool. I, I'm I'm personally using Hulu as my One Piece guide. That's how I started, and I do um, eventually plan on getting the DVDs. But Hulu has been very very useful. Yeah, Hulu's awesome. I mean, it's it's great that we can just have so much out there uh, and. You know, people just go watch it for free. Yeah. So. It's been very useful. I mean, I pay for Hulu because I got the Hulu Plus and I like watching my Apple TV. And now I, I think you guys started putting it up in HD now, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's it, it looks beautiful and great. And it's mm-hmm. fun to finally see it in some of the Japanese episodes in HD and catch up finally. Uh, but speaking of catch up, uh, I'm sure this is going to come up. But uh, you mentioned season six on the One Piece podcast. Any progress on that? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know we're kind of, we're kind of getting close to the end of season five, uh, and I'm hoping that we can announce something within you know shortly after uh, the holidays. But uh, yeah, it's still you know the the way most of this stuff works. In case people aren't familiar with it, is that you know we have to. Uh, each season that we get from Toei, we have to do a completely new contract on. And sometimes if the contracts uh, change, like when we went from season four to season five, it was pretty much the same type of rights uh, that we were receiving. And so it was just kind of like, you know, insert episodes here and we we're good to go. Um, but yeah, like I had mentioned on, on uh, Zach's podcast was we're, we're kind of redoing the contracts to include more digital rights um, you know, we're working on more merchandising rights. We're trying to get, you know, a few of the movies and stuff like that. So just because of that, it's just taking longer. Um, and that, I mean, that's all I can really say is, you know, we're working on it. And as soon as we, you know, as soon as we got those things, I'll definitely let you guys know because I'm, you know, looking forward to it just as much as everyone else is. Cool. Because we, we don't want to run into the end of that on Toonami. We'd be very, very scared. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's not that we'll ever catch up. <laughs> We don't want to, you know, mess with a good thing, you know. And I think we've been on a good stride here, uh, you know, having like a good, you know, month and a half to two months between every release, and um, you know, we're seeing success with that. So we we don't want to mess with that. Well, you guys got a hundred and some odd weeks to till tsunami catches up. So get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we've got over two years to figure this out. I think uh, we can fit in time. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will figure it out before then. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about is Strong World. How, uh, I mean, we had the month of movies this month on Toonami. Was there ever yeah. any talk of Strong World ever showing up? Uh, not yet. I, you know, it's at this point, uh, you know, Akira was awesome. I mean, I was happy to see that on there. But, you know, since it just came out on on Blu-ray and, and DVD and it's doing really well there, um, you know, we didn't want to really have any conflict and, you know, possibly like cannibalize sales or anything like that. So, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to eventually pitch it to Cartoon Network to see if they want to, you know, throw it on Toonami. But uh, as of right now, no, that wasn't really in the crop of movies that we're giving them the option to show. So. I, I thought it had something to do with like Brooke and Frankie kind of being spoilers in that movie. Yeah. It, I don't know. Does that affect anything at all or just not really matter? No, not really. I, and I don't know. I mean, I I guess it depends on who you talk to and and it depends on what, what type of fan they are. But I, 
I want to believe that most people who get invested in one piece, um, you know, especially these days, you know, with the internet, they, you know, they go and kind of do their own research. They learn more about all the different characters and the different backstories and all the devil fruits and things like that. And, I, you know, I want to believe that most people who are watching on Toonami are aware of who Brooke is and who Frankie is and, and all that. And so I think more people are just excited when they finally do come and aren't necessarily worried about being spoiled. Maybe, maybe that's just me. I don't know. But it's kind of hard to tiptoe around something like that where you have you know, the simulcast, you have the manga, and then you have this other, the, you know, the English dub that's coming out. It's just really hard to not just to pretend that one of those things don't exist. Um, so that's, that's the way that we've been approaching it. And I mean, we, <laughs> we haven't really gotten any hate mails or threats or anything like that in terms of spoilers. So not I think, yet. Now you're there coming. Yeah. After yeah, they hear yeah, this. I might have opened Pandora's <laughs> box. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure those people are out there, but I, I just, I want to believe on the majority that they're, they're pretty much aware of what's going on in one piece. Yeah. I, I kind of felt the same way about, uh, Dragon Ball Z a little bit. I knew Super Saiyan Goku was coming long before it happened. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that made it, doesn't really ruin exciting. the show. Yeah. No, I was the first time I saw him go Super Saiyan. I was, I was stoked. I was like, as soon as the scene started, I had seen it before and I was like, Oh, this is it. And it's, you know, you're just as excited. I don't think it ruins anything at all. Yeah. I, I think only like really long running Shonen can get away with that. Not too many other stuff can get away with that, but long running Shonen, I think it doesn't really matter. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the thing you brought up earlier was iTunes. Um, now, I buy a lot of Funimation anime on iTunes, so thank you for mm-hmm. that. Uh, but the thing I've, I've noticed, um, two things, is mm-hmm. uh, the original Japanese and the, uh, the English dub are usually separate files. So that means separate purchases. Um, now, we know iTunes is totally capable of doing multiple languages and subtitles. Have you guys considered changing your workflow to reflect that? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I haven't really explored that option with our digital teams yet. Uh, we have a group of people who they handle all of our, uh, I guess, digital accounts, whether it be uh, Hulu, Netflix, iTunes, and things like that. And um, I don't know. That's something I could ask them for sure. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, know, I don't know the answer to that because it's more technical. Um, but uh, one thing I do know is that with iTunes specifically, uh, the English dub episodes need to have closed captions on them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in terms of something like One Piece, um, you know, the reason why a lot of episodes are not there yet is that we have to kind of go back and closed caption those before we put those on there. And it's just a, which is completely different from like a sub. Uh, so it's kind of like a time intensive project that we need to fit into our, you know, amongst all the other projects we have. And so that's kind of why sometimes things take a little longer uh, than we'd hope to get up there. But no, that's interesting that you brought that up. I can definitely see. Um, if that's something we would explore. Because because you should totally do that. And if not, I'm willing to come down and help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the other thing uh, I want to know is that it's not, it's a small, tiny complaint, but let's go ahead and blow it out of proportion. Let's do it. Um, So I I like buying, obviously, movies on iTunes. Do you guys put like stuff like Akira and Wolf Children 
and probably Strong World if it were to ever come out. You guys put it in the TV show section of iTunes, of iTunes the animation TV section of iTunes. Um, why do you guys do that instead of just putting it in movies like your rivals? I won't name them and give them the free press, but your rivals put movies in like the movie section of iTunes. It's just kind of odd to me that I have to pick Akira from the TV section. Okay. Yeah, that's... Um, unfortunately, that's another question I don't know the answer to. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if, if I had to make a guess, I, I would assume that um, a lot of our... A lot of the work that we do with iTunes, um, most of our shows are, are kind of uploaded in bulk. Like, so we'll, yeah. you know, put, like, a, a bunch of shows together. And, I mean, I would assume that, you know, when doing that, they would put them all into, like, a specific category, a specific genre... Um, that's just me speculating <laughs> along with, I'm sure what everyone else might be doing, but, um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. Uh, but I can find out and I can definitely let you know. Uh, cause that's interesting. Yep. We need to get to the bottom of this. This is very urgent. I refuse to have Akita in the TV section. This no, is, it is a movie. It is a great movie. This is unacceptable. Totally. <laughs> I can't, uh, refund now. We're so ashamed. No, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that that kind of brings us into fan questions. Uh, so we got we got a bunch, but we'll try to save you some time. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Jared at or at Dragon Peace on Twitter says, "Hey Josh, when can we expect a formal announcement of One Piece season six? Ah, uh, <laughs> knows. Yeah, we you, you've <laughs> just heard the podcast, so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, as soon as we get it, man." I'm, I I wanted just as much as everyone else because I mean, it's a it's a pretty fun arc and uh, we got a lot of cool things planned for it and uh, yeah you that, guys will know as soon as I do. That's so. thriller bark, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, I can't wait. I'm yeah. almost to the end of Eni's lobby because I'm I'm watching it on Hulu, so I need to catch up because I need to know what the hell I'm talking about when I'm editing OPP Japan. All right, <laughs> uh, at you, you brotherhood. So, oh no, he can't. You can't answer this. So never mind. All right, so we'll skip him. <laughs> Thank you. It's an acquisition question, so I'm like, ah, uh, oh, yeah, you can't answer yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I hate, I, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like a trap waiting to happen. Yep, sorry. No, that's cool. <laughs> at um, at Faiz Danyal. Okay, I don't know what the show is, but maybe you can, maybe you know. Why didn't Symphogear G get simulcast like season one did? Also, any plans to dub Symphogear soon? And he has a pick My... of it. I think my silence <laughs> answers that. Uh, I'm honestly not not sure about that. I'm not familiar with Simple Gear. Um, it might be, uh, once again, going back to there, there are five of us that handle all these brands. And I mean, just to be honest, not all of us are completely aware of every other show that's out there. I, so yeah, I don't, I don't know about Simple Gear. Um, but I mean, it's definitely something I can ask about. Cool. But yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> uh, all right, let me open up the Tumblr. But while I while I open that up, mm-hmm. uh, like Sp- at Faz Danielle again, he has a lot. Uh, like Space Dandy, any plans for Funimation to give the same simulcast treatment for a future anime on Toonami? And w- well, he says and why, and I'm assuming the and why is because it would be awesome. Because it would be awesome. Yeah, um, we would like to. I mean, this was a, a great opportunity. Uh, you know, Bandai Visual is like, like I mentioned earlier, super ambitious with this property. Um, and, 
you know, it's a lot of extra work on their part as well. And so if a licensor comes along and, uh, I mean, well, let me back this up. First of all, when Space Dandy is super successful, which it will be, I'm sure, um, <laughs> you know, I think that will definitely open up the doors. To, uh, you know, other licensors will probably see this and be like, oh, man, this is, <laughs> this is something that we should try. Uh, and so, you know, if they bring it to us and it's something that we want to do, then, yeah, we'll definitely be game. I mean, I think everyone benefits, you know, not just the companies, the fans as well. And um, so if it happens, it happens. I, I would like to. But, yeah, a lot of it just depends on if the licensor is comfortable uh, with doing that. And then there's it, a lot of extra work. And then everybody at Funimation will never go to sleep again because they have to work on Japan time now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Um. Okay, another acquisitions question, so I can't ask that. Uh, at Master of the Arts, uh, about how long does it take to dub each set for release? And I guess he might be talking about One Piece or, or anything. Uh, I guess any dub. How, how long does it usually take for a set of those to be done? Let's say 13 uh, episodes. 13, yeah, so I would say 13 episodes. A lot of it depends on um, how heavy the dialogue is, of course. You know, the more dialogue, the longer it takes. Um, and how the uh, how the adaptation was written. Um, so uh, a lot of our directors are, you know, they're all super talented and really great at what they do. And so, you know, they want to make sure that they have uh, the best take possible. And so sometimes, you know, they might spend a little longer than uh, normal trying to, you know, nail specific scenes and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think it's somewhere around four weeks. Um, you could probably get 13 episodes in. Granted, everyone's schedules match up. Um, you know, you got, if you have a large cast and you got to get a lot of people in the booth, uh, you know, definitely you have to work with their schedules and things might take a little longer. But, you know, I think if, you, if everything falls into place, four weeks is possible to knock something like that out. Uh, regarding like movies, I guess, I, do you guys take longer with that compared to a, a television show or is that kind of the same area? Kind of the same. I mean, when you think about it, it's, I mean, a movie is substantially shorter than like a 13 episode series. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's dubbing, you know, dubbing an episode in the booth, whether it be, or I'm sorry, dubbing anime in a booth, whether it be an, an episode or a series or a movie or something like that. Uh, it's all pretty much the same process. I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes into it beforehand. So, you know, when people do get there and they start working and recording, there's not a lot of time being wasted. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much, you know, right around the same time. So, uh, at Phantom Star 165 asked on Tumblr, since Space Dandy is coming in 2014, I have to ask, how is this show different from other shows that Watanabe has made, such as Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo? Uh, it is, I think I alluded to it earlier, it is first and foremost a comedy, which is a little different um, from what we're used to from him. But it still has that same charm, and it definitely still has that, that cool feeling that I feel like he delivers best on. Um, I've been, you know, I've been comparing it kind of to like Futurama, which, you know, some people are like, oh, interesting. But I think once you see it, uh, it's like, you know, it's like Futurama mixed with the cool of Cowboy Bebop. Um, and then you have like really lovable outlandish characters. Uh, 
So it, it is definitely very different, but it is still very good, which, you know, I'm happy with. You know, sometimes, you know, there could be concerns when people kind of go outside their, their genres that people are used to, but, I mean, this is still excellent, so. All right. Um, and we got, we got a lot of questions about this. Um, and uh, so I won't attribute this to one fan, but a lot of people are wondering about Steve Bloom being in the dub of Space Dandy. Um, <laughs> it does not seem possible. So can we just put that to rest? <laughs> He's not yeah. in the dub. Um, I don't, I don't want to put that to rest per se. <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to string anyone along, but um, you know, there are still, you know, there is still, there's casting that's still being done for later episodes. I mean, yeah, I think this is, you know, this is a two core series. So there, there's still a lot of episodes that we need to get through. So it might happen. Um, and that's all I can really say. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's you know, the distance thing and, you know, uh, a lot of other factors to prevent the poor guy from being in the show. But, you know, it would be cool if he had, like, a small cameo. Just like, hooray, there he is. All right, yes, he's gone yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> he can be, like, some random guy at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I mean, I you know I grew up watching most of this stuff, so I I love him. Uh, so it would be really cool to get him in the show. And uh, I mean, if the opportunity's there and stars align, I mean, we'll we'll sure as hell shoot for it. But uh, so yeah, I really can't say no, but I I really can't say yes either. So I'm so, sure that's exactly what everyone wanted to hear. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's super happy. Um, I think we should put it in the pray, but don't get your hopes up. There you go. That's that's a good category. Yeah. Yeah, I like that category. It's better than maybe. Maybe gives people hope. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that will pretty much do it for us. I do want to say before we sign off, uh, Josh is also the main person we've been talking to over at uh, One Piece Podcast Japan. So I'd like to thank you for supporting that project. We hope to have it out soon. We're I'm working on it very hard. Yeah, I've I've heard you've been working diligently on it, and I'm super excited for it. So, um, and thank you for posting the trailer that I made in like two hours and took six weeks to get approval. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. It's I mean we'll be working closely on that together. So, um, and again, thank you for all the support. Uh, thanks for supporting this show. Thanks for supporting all the stuff you do on One Piece podcast, um, and of course, OPP Japan. <laughs> And keep doing an awesome job at Funimation. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah, thanks to you guys. I mean, support goes both ways. You know, without you, without all you guys and all the fans, it wouldn't be worth it. So, I appreciate it. Um, any final words? Any final thoughts? We had Jason announce Samurai Jack last week, so you got to follow that. Jeez, <laughs> I I don't. I can I tell you how excited I was to hear that. By the way, oh, uh, sure, go ahead. I love Samurai Jack. Like when I was growing up watching that, I yeah. So I'm super stoked for that coming back. Well, uh, we're going to announce it later in the show, but the um, I guess we'll go ahead and announce it now. But next episode, the one after this one, we have an interview with Jim Zub, the comic book writer who's writing Samurai Jack Season 5. So you guys are going to want to check out next week, too. Sweet. Cool. Uh, yeah, guys, just you know, keep watching anime. And uh, yeah, if you ever have any questions, just uh, let me know. I'm, I'd be happy to come back. So Sweet. Thanks again for your time. You didn't announce anything, so you're automatically disappointed. And <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Jose. Thanks. 
So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, so as I told Josh in the interview, to, uh, we're recording with Sketch tomorrow an interview with Jim Zub from Samurai Jack comic fame. And uh, we're going to go ahead and... This is our final episode, by the way. It's a regular episode. Uh, next week, you won't hear anything like the ratings. You won't hear the news. It'll just pretty much just be the interview uh, with a little reminder like, hey, any news that happens, check TsunamiFaithful.com. We're not going to talk about it here. What a concept. Check the website. I know. So weird. We still have a crack team of teenagers taking care of that stuff. Yep. Because I'm not, I'm not going to post shit. <laughs> I'm going to set it to automatic and go home. Or go away, really. Not even home. Are you Ron Papil? Set it and forget Don't it. care about all the gods. Don't care about all the gods, exactly. Uh, that. Oh, man, nobody asked that. Oh, man, I'm so surprised. That is that is surprising. That is surprising. I'm surprised I didn't get any Battle of Gods questions. Uh, well, <laughs> from my knowledge, I think uh, I talked to the Funimation guys. I don't know if this has been mentioned. They're waiting on Fox's license to clear on it. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. That's correct. Yeah. Because um, Fox produced the movie, for those of you that don't know. I honestly think they produced Dragon Ball Evolution, just this crappy, stupid movie, in order to obtain the rights to all future Dragon Ball movies. And then not do anything with them? Um, they produced oh, Dragon Ball Evolution. They, they get the money for all the international sales. So. Yeah. The other yeah. reason for Dragon Ball Evolution, the reason they actually went ahead and made the movie the way they did, so cheap and crappy, um, is because they wanted to keep the rights and they continued to hold the rights. You have to make a movie. To- exactly. The same thing with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like how that company made a Fantastic Four movie in like a day <laughs> so they could hold Which one is the- beautifully parodied in Arrested <laughs> Development if you've not seen the Netflix season. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. There's a yeah. whole subplot about the Fantastic Four made for made over the course of a weekend movie. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we should go ahead and wrap us up. Uh, it's been a wonderful year. Uh, thank you all for sticking with us. Uh, we still have two more episodes left for the rest of the year, but since this is our last regular episode, uh, I want to thank all the staff, all the fans, everybody who's helped make it this year amazing for us. Um, I want to thank my co-hosts, Sketch and Chad, for being here tonight. Uh, I want to thank, of course, the rest of the staff who couldn't be here tonight. You guys are all awesome. You guys make us You guys make us want to do the show as well as we do um, and make the site as awesome as we make it. So thank you so much. Uh, and with that, Chad, where can they find you online? They can find me online at Twitter at Chad Bonin, on the web at chadbonin.com. And my bathroom, if they had set up a webcam, but that's creepy as shit. Uh, that's just yeah. for me. That's just for you. <laughs> you have the only camera technical know-how enough to do that. Yeah. You videotaped me oh so well earlier this year. It's my payment for Momocon. That's the only way I win. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, just since we're doing thanks, I want to thank everybody for uh, this past year. I've done some things that I never thought I'd be able to do. Um Thankful to the Tanami Faithful guys for having me on, coming out to Momocon, uh, being awesome. So there's that thanks there. And that's me. Alrighty. We hope to hear from you more next year. Gee, <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons, because uh, <clears throat> you've been a kick-ass guest host every time you've come on. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sketch, thank- where can they find you? Well, the easiest way to find me is uh, Twitter at Sketch1984. 
I have exciting sort of re-announcement to make. That Darrell and I have been recording things every occasionally, just basically conversations, talking about our days, going to work, what cartoons we've been watching, mostly Japanese ones. And you can find that at at same shift on Twitter. And also the episodes are posted on our Tumblr, sameshift.tumblr.com. Check it out. Give it a listen. They're kind of lengthy because apparently that's how people liked it. I did a poll, or at least I tried to. Didn't get a lot of response. But, yeah, we've, we've had like 60 plays for both episodes so far, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. And, you know, we record it because we think it's funny, and we hope other people think it's funny too. But we really want people to come ask us questions that we can answer. because And literally, any, any question, doesn't matter. It could, it could be anything, anything. Anything. When does Jose get to be on the show? When does Jose get to be on the show? Well, I don't know. <laughs> whenever, whenever you're free, when we're when we're doing it. <laughs> so never. We'll have a we'll have a lovely threesome. <laughs> well, well, I'm never free. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I am shackled yeah, to the true. chains of work and everything else. Yeah. So, and I'm also, I have my own personal Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com, and I've been using that a bit more lately, thinking of putting up some editorials there for my own amusements and anyone else who cares to read them, because, you know, I like to talk about Toonami, but I like to talk about other things too, and all of these reviews and whatnot that I've been doing lately kind of has got the juices flowing for writing stuff, so... Keep an eye on that over the holiday season because I have a little bit more time when I'm not working. So, <clears throat> um, All right. So uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at Twitter.com. Uh, I'm also on Tumblr at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O dot Tumblr.com. And no, anonymous questions will not be turned back on anytime soon. Just I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I have anonymous questions on on yeah. all the accounts. I don't care. I have people ask me who, why I'm an asshole, and I fully admit because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but people like you guys, everyone's just like, I use not like sword art, so he's got to die. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody asks me about sword art online, but you know, I still, as soon as I turned on the anonymous questions, the weird stuff started coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and I will do my best to answer anything that I feel like I can answer in good conscience. Usually sarcastically. Uh, so you can also uh, email me anything, uh, feedback on the show, anything you want, at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at ToonamiFaithful.com. Uh, a lot of you seem to take to the Tumblr now for feedback, though, and that's I appreciate that. It's so much easier. It is easier. Because then I don't have another email box to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, and last but not least, please visit our website at ToonamiFaithful.com. Uh, it's going to be updated over the next two weeks while we're away. Uh, there will be uh, more updates at Toonami News, our official Twitter account. Uh, follow our Toonami, at Toonami podcast account so you know when the show's coming out. Uh, visit our, you know, join our forums, all that stuff. Uh, we're all awesome people. Oh, we also have a Tumblr. I knew we, I knew I was forgetting one. Uh, Tunami uh, Ask us questions. Ask us anything. And uh, 
that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for an awesome year. We're hoping that the next year is just as awesome. Stay tuned for the next two episodes. And uh, that'll do it. Thank you very much. Peace. We're out. Mm, deuces. Laters. All right. Ratings. Bleach came in at... Well, no, wrong ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Bleach did not air last weekend. Damn, it really... And there was much rating. rejoicing. Even on the air? Yep, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. even on the air. Nope. Um...